Adams, Adamly, Adamowski, Bueller, Burns, Burns, Burns. It's time for school, Rock School, with your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. Okay, let me ask you a question, you being a female. Me? Yeah, I've, okay. seen, I've seen you in Repros. You're a female. Yes. Uh, Class is in. This is the Rock School Radio Show here on the Rock School Radio Network. My name is Joe Burns, and for the second week in a row, you're back in the studio, whether I like it or not. What is your name, lady? <laughs> My name is Tammy Burns. All right, here we go. This, uh, once again, this week is given to us by a Rock School listener, Noah Smith, sent this along, and he stated, and I'm going to go off of this, rock and roll is not dead. There's all these uh, uh, articles and things out there right now about is rock and roll dead? He stated rock and roll is not dead. It simply moved to Nashville and became something called bro country. What? Have you ever heard of bro country? No, come on now. You're making that up. Now, here's the thing about rock and roll. It was all about going after chicks in the age of Me Too and the Kavanaugh investigation and all of that. Uh, Girls in bikinis and, as uh, Patton Oswalt said, women who are scantily dressed inside of a a manufacturing plant that makes nothing but sparks, (laughs) apparently. <laughs> uh, according to Noah Smith, and a lot of people agree with him, rock and roll has moved over to country. Remember when I was finishing up my PhD, I said to you that country isn't country anymore. Uh-huh. It isn't George Jones. It isn't Willie Nelson. It is these new guys, and I think Garth Brooks was the first out of the gate. Yeah. It is overly muscled men in hats and swinging on the stage with right, guitars yeah, white, yeah instead of a stratocaster instead of a telecaster they're playing les pauls yeah. it seemed to me back then when radio especially country radio had to have an animal attached oh, to it oh yeah the fox right the beaver 106.3 the moose oh you yeah know. the moose 109.7 uh-huh. the terrapin that's it Whatever pick an animal means. right right it, it it was rock radio i get it it was country but the fact remains they were being run like rock radio. So you think that's the first time it started to kind of switch over and move over to the uh, general public? Well, here's the thing. Rock and roll is really a come together of blues and country. And those who want to fight me, believe me, I have done the research that I get it, folk is involved in it and what they called white pop back there and all that kind of stuff. But I get it, it's basically blues and country. But when we're talking about this thing called bro country, 
instead of blues being an influence, blues is the dominant and the visual starts to matter far more than the the music itself. Does Why? that make sense? Why? Well, we'll talk about that. If we're to point at some, you know, lick Thing. your finger, right, lick your finger and touch history, uh-huh. at some point in time, something must have changed. Something must have said, we are going to go with more blues, more because of the time frame, more hip hop yeah. than country. And we're going to start to meld all this together. Not that it's bad. Right. Because music must evolve. Well, what was it, Joe Burns? I'm going to say it's Trace Atkins' honky tonk badonka donk. Not because it isn't country, because it is starting to do all those things that rock and roll did. Girls, short skirts, and you see Trace Atkins, who I would I would have bet against this on every level. He's got a four-finger ring that says honky tonk. And Badonkadonk. It's, right. It's covered in diamonds and rhinestones and such. Well, that sounds that sounds more rap than anything, right? I think what when you're talking about bro country, you're talking about just that. The idea of country music absorbing rock and roll, absorbing um, rap music or what they call hip-hop music. And that's where we are. Is... Is rock and roll dead? No. It simply moved to Nashville and became bro country. You're killing me. I know. We're going to talk about it for an hour, give you some examples, and we're going to talk about the reactions that ladies are having to it. But first, Trace Atkins, honky tonk, badonka donk. And I got to tell you, as a 54 year old man, I have no idea what that even means. You just said badonka donk. I'm assuming it means the butt. Back Turn in a minute here on Rock School. Hi, right, boy. This is her favorite song. You know that, right? So we play it good and loud. She might get up and dance again. Oh, she put her beard down. Here she comes, here she comes. Left, 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 right, left. Hustlers shooting eight ball, throwing darts at the wall. That's it right there, boys. That's why we do what we do. It ain't for the money, it ain't for the glory. It ain't for the free whiskey. It's called the... Talking about the something donk called bro country. B-R-O hyphen I can't even spell. B-R-O hyphen C-O-U-N-T-R-Y. Bro country, ladies and gentlemen. There has always been those country rock bands, at least from the 1970s. We're talking yep. Eagles, Poco, Nitty Gritty Dirt Band, Pure Prairie League, and to be honest, to a point, the Rolling Stones, uh, Leonard Skinner, CCR. However, it's always been with those groups that they were predominantly country leaning rock and roll. 
Does that make sense? What do you mean? Like the Rolling Stones were predominantly country leaning rock and roll? Not no. that, but uh-uh. they but they jumped in when you heard things like Honky Tonk Woman okay. and other tunes around that time. They sort of absorbed that idea of country. Rock and roll was the music that absorbed country. Okay. Rather than country absorbing other types of music. Does that make sense? Yeah, I hear you. New York Magazine writer Jody Rosen invented and defined the term bro country on August 19th, 2003. And she said bro country is music by and of the tatted gym-toned, party-hardy, young American white dude. Oh, my goodness. No, no, no. You, you, can't sort, you can't say no to that because it may very well be that she's 100% correct because what you start to run into is the idea of people like Luke Bryan. I got to be honest with you. Luke Bryan isn't a country star. He's a rock star. Yeah. Now, again, when we talked about uh, in the last break, the idea of when country radio was starting to change when I was getting out of grad school and everything had a name, you know, you know, 107.3, the weasel, that kind of thing. Yep. That was because of an ownership thing. Luke Bryan, I got to be honest with you, he's a rock band and there are other people as well. Uh, To me, Garth Brooks... Yeah. It's a rock band. Now I get I get what people are going to say. It's country. Well, yes, but it's leaning far more towards the blues aspect of it when you start to tear apart the chords and such of Garth Brooks. I remember saying to you that that country radio now isn't any more the idea of George Jones and Willie Nelson. It's buff guys in hats. Right. And they're playing rock and roll. Luke Bryant has a song called That's My Kind of Night. He says he further refined the bro country definition without actually using the word bro country. And Zach Brown got really upset at him stating, look, you're just, you're just creating rock music. And because you're wearing a hat and not even a cowboy hat, a yeah. trucker's hat. Yep. When you're doing that in the same way Toby Keith was doing it with Red Solo Cup, you're not playing country. You're playing rock and roll, but because of what you look like, you are claiming country when in reality you're not. Is, is that viable? Does that make sense? Well, the, the term bro country yeah. kind of sounds to me like a mullet. Well, it's making... You know, it, it's, yeah. it's very... Uh, I don't like the words. Well, you're making fun of the people who are doing it. You're, right. You're taking a shot at those who are moving the music forward. Luke Bryant and uh, also... What are the two kids' names? Uh, Florida Georgia Line. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we're going to play one of those because a lot of people believe blow, uh, bro country... <laughs> how about that for a Freudian slip? Uh, bro country did not start, as I said last break, with honky-tonk, badonkadonk. And I got to be honest with you, I hold a PhD. I hate that I've now said honky-tonk, badonkadonk about five times. A lot of people are saying that it wasn't 
him, Trace uh-huh. Atkins, yeah. who started the craze. It was the Florida Georgia state line. And see, mm, yes, I, I don't buy that because well, I think it was further back than them. I think it was Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks changed going to a concert. Right. Uh, he turned it into a rock and roll concert. Oh, I swinging agree. Swinging out over the crowd, the whole thing. Right. Remember That's the dude right there. Right. Garth Brooks twice had a concert on a major network, and he did the thing that Pink does. He put on the the C uh, level. Uh, uh, what do you call them? Ropes mm-hmm. or ties? Let and it he go. flew it. He put on a rock concert. Yeah. I get it. It was country music. Yeah. But it was a rock concert because it was not florida florida georgia whatever those i get dudes are and i had to stop myself from swearing right right. he wore mo better shirts and the hat but let's be honest garth brooks isn't a country star he's a pop star that's where the change he's a rock star that in my opinion is where that whole crossover happened luke bryant that's my kind of night listen to it really it ain't country do i have to listen it's it's rock and roll here on Rock School. I got that real good, feel good stuff up under the seat of my big black jacked up truck. Rolling on 35s, pretty girl by my side. You got that sight, yeah, that's my kind of night. Yeah, that's my kind of night. That's my kind of night. Tammy Burns, have you ever heard of a rock group? And I say rock group on purpose because it was a country group, but they were singing rock music of Maddie and Tay. Uh, Have you ever heard of that? Not until you introduced me to them. Right. I showed them to you on YouTube the other day. Yeah, I had never seen them. Maddie and Tay are a couple of young ladies who understood completely the idea of the bro country song, Mm -hmm. which was this overt testosterone-driven thing, and it showed women in the the blue jean shorts, the cowboy boots, and the uh, bikini top. Right? What's wrong with that? Because if I'm not mistaken, that's what you chicks wear every day, isn't it? That's what I've got on now. That's right. And as what's even more interesting is your bikini top is the American flag. Oh, huh? nice. Stars on the left, bars on the right. Yes, indeed. Maddie and Tay came up with this song called Girl in a Country Song, which states exactly what's going on. And, and I say this... Uh, because uh, I guess I should say what I, I tell some of my students. Every man in his life should uh, look at a Playgirl magazine. Yeah. The one that has naked men. Yes. Because it will give him an insight to how stupid the women in a Playboy magazine look. You've got this guy lying on his back with his mouth half open going, oh... How about this? You gotta believe a woman looks at Playboy or Hustler or Cherry or what have you and has the same reaction like, you gotta be kidding me. What are you doing, ding dong? Well, what's wonderful was Maddie and Tay sort of spun this thing on their ear and said, look, you bro country people, this is what you're doing. And if you watch the video for this, I'm on the radio, obviously. But if you watch a video for this, these 
fat and overtly unattractive yep. country music listening guys yes. are all of a sudden thrown into bikinis and bathing suits. Yeah, and overalls. And it looks Short silly. Yep. It looks silly, yeah. which I have to believe is how it looks to women. Yes, no? Mm, I don't care. Really? No. I think it's because you're 54. I yeah. think you're, it, you're only going to have that body for a short while. If you right. need to dress it up and put something on it, some shorts and and a, a top like that, go for it. I you don't think, care. You think I should wear a shorts and a top? You know, if you did, I would appreciate it. Maddie and Tay, girl in a country song, right here on Rock School. Well, I wish I had some shoes on my two bare feet. And it's getting kind of cold and he's painted on cut off jeans I hate the way this bikini top chafes Do I really have to wear it all day? Yeah, baby I hear you over there on your tailgate whistling Saying, hey girl, but you know I ain't listening Cause I got a name and to you it ain't Coming into the first break, and we got to do this quick because we are way behind it's on you time. Talk too much. In December 2014, Brad Paisley mm-hmm. spoke out against bro country, yeah. saying that the lack of females on country radio, one of our frustrations with radio, is lyrics that have a lot of stuff about you guys, you know, putting your tan legs on the dashboard and we'll roll around in the truck and go party. It's like, guys, come on. Okay, let me ask you a question, you being a female. Me? Yeah, I've okay. seen I've seen you in repros. You're a female. Yes. Uh, if a young lady wishes to be in a country video wearing jean shorts, uh, goofy boots... And a, what do you call it? A bikini top? Yeah. If that's their choice. Yes. Is that okay? Or must we as a society say, no, that's simply not going to happen? As a 54-year-old woman, I think it's fine. But the thing is, it, it seems to be against women it seems to yeah, have but there's a, a portion of people that say it's okay who ca- who cares the whole world is not against it or we wouldn't have videos like that Come i on. get it but who's watching the videos is it only i men? don't know is it guys or do women like the videos as well yes and shake their heads and go gee i wish i was the person in the truck i think so i think, think women so? yes of course they do okay it's not a one-sided thing come let's, on let's remember it wasn't me who said that. All right. We're in the first break. Tell us who's listening to us, Tammy Burns. Well, KCMJ in Colorado Springs. Uh, you think they have a lot of bro country You know what they are wearing out there? They What's got that? some fantastic cowgirl boots. I don't think so because it's Colorado and it's nine degrees below zero in October. Dude. Yeah. Yes, they do. Okay, Shut up. You know nothing. Back in a minute here on Rock School. 
Hey, Rock School listener, hear this little thing going on right now, this, this music bed that goes on for a minute. We do it twice during the show. This is where a sponsor should be. This is where an underwriter should be. If you or some business you know might want to be that sponsor or underwriter of the Rock School Radio Show, please have that person give us a call, 985-549-2330. Once again, 985-549-2330. You can sponsor the radio show, you can sponsor the podcast, you can sponsor both. There's other ways of doing it. So call that number, 985-549-2330, and talk with Rachel. Or you can talk to Todd if you really want to talk to Todd for some reason. But Rachel's really who you want to speak to. 5492330. Thanks. Coming out of the first break, uh, a lot of people are not in agreement with me that Trace Atkins' Honky Tonk Badonkadonk is the beginning of bro country. They state that it is the 2012 Florida Georgia Line song Cruise. And if you've ever seen Cruise, it, it's everything that is misogynistic and nasty. And I hate to say it, but that idea of women and such and and if you remember, I played Cruise for you on YouTube. Yeah. I went and got my guitar. Right. And I said, this is just a rock and roll chord progression. The song started, I walked over, picked up the guitar, walked back, and within the last minute and a half of the song, I was playing it the whole way through. Right. It's a rock and roll song. Yeah. It follows the chord progression. I get it. The two fellas have a little bit long hair and they're singing in a country area, but you start to see that idea of adopting rock and roll. He's not playing a Stratocaster. He's not playing a Telecaster. He's playing a Les Paul. Right. And it is hung low. Which, I mean, how much more Jimi Hendrix do you need to get? That's not true. Jimi Hendrix played a Stratocaster. How much more Jimmy Page do you need to get? There's your low-slung Les Paul. And the other guy was playing this big, fat Gibson like yeah. the Rolling Stones. Right. Just the idea of not having a violin in it or not having um, you know, a, a steel uh, guitar inside of it it's a rock song so does rock and roll basically call it quits on regular radio and go to nashville and become bro country if it does 2012's florida georgia state line cruise becomes the flagship of it well that's negotiable it, it always is. Yeah. There is no such thing as first. When I teach history classes in my communication department, I always tell the kids, when I say first, you best wink a little bit. Yeah. Because you know, someone will always find something absolutely, earlier. Because Garth Brooks sticks out in my head and so does, uh, what's his name? Nicole Kidman's husband. But for now, Florida Georgia State Line cruise. You're not playing this, are you? Yes, I am. Oh, no. Because I'm a bro. I'm not listening. And I like country. On Rock School. Baby, you a song. Baby, you a Right 
to the bottom of the hour. My name is Joe Burns. You are Tammy Burns. And we are talking about the idea that rock and roll is not dead. It's simply run to Nashville and become bro country. Now, into that last song, you made the statement, who is Nicole Kidman's husband? You looked it up on the yeah, iPadio device. It's Keith Urban, right? I couldn't remember his name. But yeah, again, oh, if you... If extreme, you, extreme rock and roll. Let if, me tell you. Right. If you watch Keith Urban in uh-huh. any of his videos, again, not playing a Stratocaster, not playing a, a Telecaster. He's on a, a, a Les Paul guitar. And I got to be honest with you, I know I made the statement that Garth Brooks is sort of rock and roll, but he's doing it with a cowboy hat and guns. Yeah. Keith Urban is a rock star. Yeah, he he's, is. He's not a country star. With long hair. and Exactly. Yeah. Right. He's playing the right guitar. He is. It's the Jimmy Page idea. So we'll leave here with a couple of uh, uh, songs, at least one song, by a woman who has completely embraced bro country. And we'll play a song for you from hers. But first, we have got to do a 7 Days, 70 Seconds, October 8th all the way through October 14th. And I believe you, Tammy, have Monday go. October 8th, 1988, Pink Floyd's The Dark Side of the Moon finally left Billboard's Hot 200 album chart after a record-breaking 741 weeks. Believe it or not, the next week it'll come back on because there's people that will go buy the album in order to keep it on the Billboard Top 200. Yeah. October 9, 1976, Walter Murphy goes to number one on the U.S. Singles Chart with a fifth of Beethoven. October 10th, 1902, the Gibson Mandolin Guitar Company was formed. You may recognize the name. October 11th, 1990, drummer Dave Grohl plays his first gig with Nirvana at the North Shore Surf Club in Olympia, Washington. October 12th, 1969, a DJ on Detroit's WKNR radio station received a phone call telling him that if you play the Beatles, Strawberry Fields Forever backwards, you hear John Lennon say the words, I buried Paul. This started a worldwide rumor that Paul McCartney was... Dead. Dead. And, and it's completely wrong. First of all, you don't play Strawberry Fields backwards. You played forwards. And what it is, is John Lennon counting off the second half of the song. And he didn't say, I buried Paul. He said, cranberry sauce. And it's, Paul is dead. He's not dead. He Continue didn't, on. He did not die in 1967 yeah. in a car crash with an egg carrying um, thing. Yeah. Truck. Yes, indeed. Moving along. Uh-huh. October 13, 2008, in a video message on his website, Ringo Starr announced that he will no longer have time to sign autographs and asked fans not to send him any mail asking for such. And then finally, October 14, 1988, Def Leppard becomes the first act in chart history to sell 7 million copies of two consecutive LPs, Pyromania and Hysteria. Okay? However, in terms of bro country, I get it. There was Girl in a Country song and all of that. Like you said... 
Many women don't care. As a matter of fact, many women wish to be part of this movement. They will wear the cut-off jeans, the cowboy boots, the bikini top. And Maggie Rose released a single during the Bro Country start that was called Girl in Your Truck. And it was basically stating, you know what? I get it. But I want to be the girl in the truck. Allow me to play it for you. Sounds like this on Rock School. Friday night, I'm getting ready. Call you up to come and get me. Got my jeans on tight. I'm feeling sexy. Tonight, tonight, I want to be the girl in your truck song. The one that makes you sing along. Makes you want to cruise. Drink a little moonshine down. Leave a couple tattoos. Coming into the second break, we just finished playing Maggie Rose and Girl in Your Truck song, which says the absolute opposite of whatever her name was and Tay, that how dare you do this to us. Yeah. It's it's Maggie Rose making the statement that, you know what? I want to be the girl in the truck. Yeah. I like wearing the cowboy boots, the cutoff shorts. I like wearing the cute tops and there all of go. that. There you go. As a woman, now I get it, you're a 45-year-old woman, but... 45? You are. How about 54? You're 54. Uh-huh. You, I'm trying to lose 10 years off of your life. But Aww. Is the shorts that, are really long at this point. Go is, ahead. Is that wrong? Can a young girl simply say, you know what? No, I don't. I'm not saying you can do whatever you want and such, but you know what? I just simply, I like to be pretty. I like to be in this. I like to be the visually beautiful. Can a young girl say that in this society? The Me Too, the Kavanaugh generation? Look, I've been the girl in the truck twice. Have you? You weren't the first time, so there you go. Who was the first? Was it that banker guy? No, he didn't have a truck. I was going to say, he was a little overweight. I was going to beat the crap out of him. He was another farmer, dude. He really bugged me, the banker guy. Yeah. Because I was trying to... Hey, that's a whole new new, uh, show. Be your person. I don't doubt that he makes more money than I do right now, but I could have taken him. If need be, I could have taken that guy. Yeah. There's a guy in April of 2015. His name was Brent Cobb. He's written songs by Miranda Lambert, Little Big Town, Frankie Ballard, Luke Bryant, and released a song called Yo Bro that went against it. And I I shake my head at going against it. The the idea, again, during the Me Too and the uh, Kavanaugh investigation time, 
are we still allowed to simply be a dippy guy in a cowboy hat and a wife beater t-shirt and a real pretty girl in the cutoff jeans and the bikini top and the cowboy boots who drive around in a truck and they are sort of Brenda and Eddie had had it already by the summer of 75. Remember that from Billy Joel? Yep, uh-huh. Are we still allowed to do that or are there new rules we need to follow? I think most of us don't know those rules and never yeah. will. And I, I, think, I think there's that idea that Look, we're men and women. We're supposed to find each other attractive. That's the purpose of, ma- it out. Of, of making... It's all about mating and making babies. Right, more little people. That's right. Now, guys can't do the Kavanaugh thing and all of that. But on the same aspect, if you play the game correctly, there is something too. I'm handsome, you're pretty. What do you say we... We see if this thing goes anywhere. Is that good or bad as a 54-year-old woman? I think mm-hmm. it's awesome. I think it is, I too. I think we're going to be fine. Who else is listening to us on well, the Rock School gosh, Radio I Show? My gosh, I hope they still are listening. That would, <laughs> oh, They may have turned off by now. Let's I hope see. not. KFOK in Sacramento, California. We should be able to... And the paper's gone. Yeah, we Woo! should be able to make these kind of statements, because I'm not saying one is good or bad. I'm just saying, is it okay for people to do this? Aren't we supposed to find each other attractive so we become couples and we make... Boy, you better find somebody attractive or you're going to stop mating, and that's the whole purpose, right? That's the point. Gosh, we're old, and I ask what we're going to ask and tell our 14- and 12-year-old kids. I ain't telling them nothing, dude. Back in a minute here on Rock School. Hey, Rock School listener, if you're listening to this on podcast and thinking to yourself, gosh, this would sound so much better on the radio, well, it can be. The Rock School Radio Show is available to any radio station here in the United States or abroad. We already have one in Spain. What you need to do if you'd like to help us out is contact your local radio station and say, hey, why don't you run the Rock School Radio Show? It's free. Yeah, free. Doesn't cost them anything. We will take as many affiliates as we can and we're giving it away. Have them get in touch with me or Todd. Todd will talk to them. Go to southeastern.edu slash rockschool. Southeastern.edu slash rockschool. And there's a little button on there that says contact us. And that's where they contact us. Thanks a lot right there in advance. Hopefully we can get on another radio station. Thanks to you. Coming out of the break... If you read about this bro country movement where mm-hmm. it looks like Nashville has sort of co-opted the idea of rock and roll. Yep. Uh, I've read a couple uh, articles that stated this is simply just the next step. Yeah. Because rock and roll through the years has eaten itself. Yeah. I, I guess that's the best way to put it. Go ahead. Tell me. Well, if you look at it, rock killed rockabilly right and then metal the second movement of the british invasion killed 60s rock yes then hair metal killed sort of the led zeppelin type of rock True. and then grunge killed hair metal right now the question is what killed grunge and it, it, it bothers me that it 
may very well be that new pop music that my daughter listens to. Mm-hmm. So it makes me like feel... Like Bruno Mars kind of thing? Right. It makes me feel a little better in my soul yeah. that it jumped over the country. And I hate to say this yet for the third time in this show, but when I was in grad school, gosh knows how many years ago, 17, 18 years ago, I said to you, there is no country radio anymore. There is rock radio right. with country. Yes. And I get it. They were all animals. You know, 104.3, the weasel. But it seems like country ate the last level of rock and roll. Yeah, they were grabbing it way back then. Now, we talked about Keith Urban. Uh-huh. I I, I urge you, listen to Keith Urban songs, watch Keith Urban videos. He's not a country artist. He's a rock star. He is. And he is exactly what rock stars are supposed to be. Tall, thin, handsome, long hair, sinewy guy. He plays a Les Paul guitar. With an Australian accent. There's a bit of a twang to it's it. crazy. But let's be honest. Yeah. He's a rock star. He He's is. not a country star. You're right. Keith Urban here on Rock School. Coming into the last break as we talk about bro country. Again, thank you to Noah Smith, who uh, is a listener to the show, who sent us this topic. And it's one of those things I never thought about, but I had spoken of it earlier on. Let me give you another sort of jump that occurred. Do you remember Shania Twain? Yeah. Man, I feel like a woman. Absolutely. Maybe the most successful female singer in the world yep. of country music. She straddled the line between rock and country, and it was not because of her. Yeah. It was because of her husband, Mutt Lang. Right. Yeah. Who produced ACDC and Def Leppard, who took her and said, look, you can't just create these Willie Nelson, George Jones, Dolly Parton country songs. Country audiences, in the same way rock and roll is built out of country and blues, You've got to take this and move it further on. You have to play to the sex side of it. Man, I feel like a woman. Have you watched the video? Yeah, oh, absolutely. She strips. She does. There's no two ways about it. Well, the Dixie Chicks did a really good job of, of straddling both sides also. And you, you ask yourself, and this is going to sound real piggish on my side. Uh-oh. The three Dixie Chicks uh-huh. were really, really pretty. Yes, Had they not been, Mm -hmm. would they have been as successful? Isn't that a horrible question? It is. But you ask yourself, go ahead, answer it. And I get it. You can yell at me and go, you pig. Okay, answer the question, then call me a pig. I want to know that. You know where this jumped out and bit me? And after I was putting the show together, Mm -mm. 
I, I, I mentioned this. You were, if you remember when, again, when I was in grad school, before we were parents and such, yep. that's when country music started to take off. And I became a huge Garth Brooks fan. And yep. I, I loved the album that had Rodeo on it. It might have been oh, called yeah. Rodeo. I don't remember. He was in one of those blue Mo Better shirts. There was another band that came out. And sadly, one of the uh, members of the band is gone, Montgomery Gentry. Yeah. And they had a song called Hillbilly Shoes. Uh-huh. And remember, it would come on. We, the, the place we lived at grad school when we were at Bowling Green State University. Yep. The, um, what do you call it? We were in what they called the grad ghetto. But what was nice. It was nice, not good, folks. It was not, not good. But what was wonderful is the place that we stayed had free cable. So as long as you could make the rent payment, you had something to watch. So I began to watch CMT like crazy and you fell in love with Montgomery Gentry uh-huh. and there was a song called Hillbilly Shoes. Yep. And every time it was it would play, you would start rocking to it and I would go fake tough song, fake tough That's song, right. fake tough song. Why? Because it was country attempting to be rock and roll. That's right. And it seems to me like that Montgomery Gentry song mm-hmm. was not only correct, but it was pointing the right way. It was. Yeah. But you know what? Yes. Uh, country music mm-hmm. should hang on to this and they should run with it. Oh, I agree. Big time. Yeah. Because rock- when is the last time that you that they've had anything? Tell the, me. I Oh, I, I can't. I can't argue with you. But you know, you. the other side of that is rock, in my opinion. The, yeah. the people that are in there that are truly rock, rock yes. and roll. Yes. They should eat it up. They should eat country. I agree. It should Gobble cross it completely. I I have to think all those articles and all of those discussions, is rock dead? No, it's simply gone over to country. It's em- just hanging right. out over there for a while. Em- it will be back. Embrace it. Be part of it. So we'll finish up with Montgomery Gentry. I'm Joe Burns. You are? Tammy Burns in my hillbilly shoes, right? Uh, Well, yes, and then your cut-off jeans and your bikini top. Well, there you go. Don't wear that in front of the kids. I'm sorry. That'll wrap it up. I'm Joe Burns once again. Tammy Burns. I did that twice. Uh, That's it. Class is dismissed.